At Total Wine & More, find the best gifts for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for sis or a single-barrel bourbon that dad will love. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. B21. Where can you find the best gifts at great low prices that everyone will love? At Total Wine & More, of course, with so many great bottles to choose from. Find something for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for your sis, sparkling wine for a coworker, or a single barrel bourbon for dad. And if you need any help, just ask one of their friendly guides for advice. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly, B21. It smells really good. I mean, you can really smell the matcha and the coconut which is just a winning combination because the sweetness really balances out the grassiness of matcha. Hi, this is Play Me A Recipe. I'm Amy Chaplin, coming to you from my kitchen in upstate New York. Today, I'm going to be making a seeded bar recipe from my cookbook, Whole Food Cooking Every Day. These are called super green bars. They're one of six different variations that you can make from a base recipe that includes a whole lot of toasted seeds and coconut. And these are really, really good because they're kind of a little bit savory. They've got nori and matcha and even some nettle and sea salt. So they taste really, really good as a snack, but they're also a little bit sweet. So they kind of satisfy you in many different ways. Anyway, I'm super excited to make it with you. You can find the recipe in the show notes and we can cook alongside each other. So feel free to pause or jump back using the podcast chapters if you need a little more time. Okay, so the ingredients that we're going to need for this recipe are two kinds of raw pumpkin seeds. I'm using regular raw pumpkin seeds that you would find in bulk bins and also Austrian pumpkin seeds that are a little larger and a beautiful dark green color. They're combined, so there's one and a half cups of each, but if you can't find the Austrian pumpkin seeds, then feel free to substitute all just regular pumpkin seeds. I'm also using two cups of large flaked coconut. It's important that it's large flaked because it adds a beautiful texture and also the speed in which it toasts in the oven. I'm also using some raw hemp seeds, one sheet of toasted nori that has been crushed up, two teaspoons of ceremonial matcha. I'm using my best here. You can use whatever you have, but the ceremonial grade has just such a creamy flavor. I know that's an odd thing to say, but it's such a good, grassy, delicious, beautiful light green color too. Anyway, <laughs> I love matcha. So yeah, two teaspoons of that two tablespoons of dried nettle leaves. Now this is actually just nettle tea that I get bulk from like a herb shop, but you could also open up a tea bag, I guess, and crushed up. So you want it to be flaked. Now, if you can't find this, just leave it out. It's not really gonna make a difference. I just like adding it because it adds iron and I'm always looking for ways to, to use it in my recipes, not just drink it as a tea. <laughs> I'm using brown rice syrup, which is made from whole grain brown rice that's boiled and fermented, and this will hold the bar together. I'm using two kinds of sea salt, half a teaspoon of fine sea salt. I've got a Celtic 
sea salt here and one teaspoon of flaky sea salt just for texture as well as the saltiness. I'm, which is, you know, seems like quite a lot, but it, it actually tastes great. I'm also using vanilla and that's everything. So let's get started. So the first step to this recipe is to preheat your oven to 300 degrees Fahrenheit. And while you're waiting for that to preheat, take both your pumpkin seeds and pour them into a strainer. We're gonna rinse these under cool running water. It probably seems funny to rinse seeds, but I'll tell you the flavor is so much better when they've been rinsed. They tend to get dusty and I don't know, when you toast them after <laughs> they've been rinsed, the flavor is just like cleaner. I don't know. And it's just like a lovely, crisp, a delicious taste. I, I really recommend rinsing them. And I do this for most of my recipes now. Um, so anyway, get a nice strainer that's, a, that's big enough to hold three cups of the seeds. Um, and just swill it around like I'm doing, running the water over, just washing it with your hands. There's no need to submerge it in water, although you could do that. It, just, it doesn't take long to rinse them. You can see the dirty water coming off. Quite satisfying. Okay, so just strain that off as much as possible. I tap the bottom and I usually just leave it sitting over a bowl so that the water can drain off while the oven preheats. So I'll see you back here when it's heated and these have had a chance to drain. Okay, so my oven has preheated to 300 degrees Fahrenheit. The seeds are pretty good. I usually just tap the bottom just to get any excess water that might be pooling there. And then I spread it on a cookie sheet or actually better still a rimmed baking sheet so that you can easily toss the seeds you know a cookie sheet they just often fall off so what I've done is I've lined it in a piece of parchment paper and I'm gonna spread the seeds out over it you know it's really great when you can spread them out evenly and not worry about them falling off the sides. But if all you have is a cookie sheet, that's totally fine. Just be careful that they don't fall off when you're taking them in and out of the oven too. So we're gonna toast these for 15 minutes. And then we're gonna add the coconut, the large flaked coconut over the top and continue toasting for another eight minutes. And then they'll be perfectly toasted at the same time because you know these seeds take a, a bit longer because they're wet because they've been rinsed so I'm gonna pop those in the oven and I'm gonna set a timer for 15 minutes and I'll see you back here okay so the 15 minute timer just went off I'm going to check the seeds Now they shouldn't be toasted yet because we're adding the coconut, but they should be starting to, you know, smell fragrant. Now, if your oven, you don't know what temperature and how accurate it is, then if it's, if they're quite damp, then just put them back for another couple of minutes because once you add the coconut, you can't keep cooking it because it, you know, it burns quite quickly. So I've got the two cups of large flake coconut. I'm just sprinkling it over the top of the seeds, just evenly over the top, don't mix it in. 
and then I'm going to return it to the oven for another eight minutes or until the coconut is, you know, deeply golden. Starting to brown in parts is totally fine, but you don't want it to go brown because it just doesn't taste good when it's overcooked, I don't think. Okay, so let's put that back in. And I will see you back here in eight minutes. So it's been eight minutes and the seeds and coconut have been toasting. I'm just checking to see what it looks like. And yeah, the, the coconut's golden, hardly any brown at all. That's totally fine. What we're going to do is turn the oven off because you won't need it again. I say this is a no-bake recipe, but you do need to toast the seeds. Of course, you can do this way ahead, store it in a you know, dry, sealed container in or out of the fridge. I usually take this opportunity to toast a whole bunch of other seeds and nuts that I snack on, add to my meals. I mean, sunflower seeds are my absolute favorite and I love them in salads or sprinkled over brown rice or, you know, on my oatmeal. They just add such a delicious flavor when they're toasted properly. And this tip of rinsing them first, I always tell my friends and clients to do it because it really makes so much difference and, and you'll see you know your own toasted seeds are so much more flavorful than anything you can buy because they're exposed to light and they're sitting around for god knows how long plus they add oils and salts and this way you know you're adding good sea salt which is full of minerals and you know there's no oils added so now what we do is we gather the corners of the parchment this is such a good, so make sure you've got a little bit of an overhang, but you can recycle this parchment. So if you're gonna toast some seeds or nuts or anything else, you can roast veggies on it. You can just reuse this parchment paper. I mean, I, I use it over and over and over until I roast some vegetables on it. And then I think, okay, you know, it's then usually done because they stick and it makes it moist, but the seeds just dry out. So there's no reason not to use it multiple times. So grab a bowl, like a medium bowl, Gather the corners of the parchment and just carefully dump the whole thing in the medium bowl. Okay, so we've got the seeds and the coconut in a bowl. I'm going to add my one teaspoon of the fine sea salt. I'm using a gray sea salt that's called fine and it's um, a Celtic sea salt, which is my absolute favorite. You could use Himalayan or a regular salt, but just be careful. I find that, you know, regular supermarket found sea salt can be really strong. So you might want to go a little bit less, especially if you're adding the flaked sea salt, which I'm planning to do. So as soon as, you probably need a spoon actually to toss this, but just give the salt a mix and make sure the coconuts are evenly combined. Can I tell you the smell is amazing. Oh my god. It's so good. The coconut is just mm, so good with the seeds. Anyway, so give that a good toss and then get a cup measure and you're going to remove two cups to grind in a food processor. This is actually helpful if it's warm. You just don't burn yourself but it, it, it grinds faster and turns into a seed butter quicker. So one and two. And now I'm going to grind it. 
it started okay so there's a slight sheen there which is what I'm looking for and it's soft it's spreadable it's like yummy you know your perfect consistency almond butter or sunflower butter um, but it's beautiful green color that's what's so gorgeous about these Austrian pumpkin seeds it's such a great um, thing to add to green bars you know when you want that I really wanted this to be all green so everything I've added is is pretty green there's some obviously the coconut and sunflower seeds are not but so take the lid off stop that and then the next step we're going to combine in the bowl with all your other seeds that you didn't grind we add the hemp seeds three tablespoons also if you don't have these don't worry you can leave it out but you know it's nice to add some omegas and extra protein then i'm adding the nettle i actually dried nettle for the first time this spring i bought a dehydrator which i've never had and i thought you know i love drinking it as a tea with the fresh leaves but i thought you know what i'm not going to get to this i'll just dry it and i'm so happy i did they're beautiful leaves i crushed them up and measured them so i don't expect you to have homemade but this is the first time i've ever used my own dried nettles so i'm adding then the matcha tea and it might look clumpy but that's okay we're going to give this a really good stir the flaked sea salt i've got molden salt the nori that's crushed up one sheet now if your nori is toasted when you bought it but you haven't used it in a while and it's gone soft and unable to crush easily just lightly toast it over a low flame and just evenly you don't you want it once it goes light green and slightly browning you've got to stop because you can burn it really easily but it'll be crisp when it cools which is in seconds so that's a really good tip because it can really revive a package of nori so now i'm just going to toss that now that it's cool i'm just using my fingers to toss everything and then you get this gorgeous green color from the matcha oh my god which i love the smell of i mean this matcha it's it's the i'm using the tea house matcha from rishi which is my favorite it's it's affordable and it's a really beautiful light green color and it's just got a great fresh grassy taste it's not you know it's not at all uh, dusty i find some matches are okay so mix all that up evenly let's give it a good go because you really don't want a little lump of matcha or you know whole mouthful of sea salt okay so that's done and you can set that aside and i'll move on to the next step The next step is to melt the one third cup of brown rice syrup in a small pot. Now, I never know pot sizes. I'm kind of hopeless at pot sizes, but this I think is two quarts. I don't want to do it in a huge pot because it'll just disappear across the bottom. A, quart, a third of a cup isn't much, but um, I also want to have enough room to add in the seed butter that we've just ground that's still in the food processor i want to add that in and whisk it together so once the this is once the brown rice syrup has warmed so we're going to put this in the pot first and i just have to tell you a quick tip if you are measuring brown rice syrup it's very sticky and kind of you know it's like the consistency of honey but it's less loose it's quite stiff and sticky so 
if you add just a little bit on your fingers of coconut oil, just around the measuring pitcher, just lightly oil it, then it just slips right out. It's so easy. It's a really good tip and it's a tiny amount of oil so it won't adjust the recipe. So now I'm gonna heat that over, you know, medium heat just until it's warmed. If you're using Yacon, you don't need to warm it. It's quite liquid. But we just want it to get soft and it can start to bubble a little bit. You just don't want it to reduce at all because we need it all. Um, once that's warm, I'll add the vanilla to it and then we'll scrape in the, the blended seeds, which became a seed butter from the food processor. And that is gonna go in with the seeds that I've combined with the nori and the nettle and the hemp and the matcha. So while that's warming, I like to grab my pan. Now for this recipe, you can use really any shape pan you like, which is great. So if you only have a loaf tin, you can use that. If you have a cake pan, you can use that and you can cut it in little triangles. I'm using today a, it's a French tart pan that's four inches by 13 inches long. I find them really handy and in my book I've you've got a lot of cakes made in them um, and it, you don't have to make tarts in them obviously I actually never <laughs> I don't think I've ever made a tart in this tart pan I think I only use it for other things um, the brown rice syrup is just starting to bubble I'm just gonna turn it down and give it a stir just to keep it warm so I'm lining this pan anyway. It's got a removable bottom. It doesn't matter if it doesn't, if you don't need it, with parchment paper. And I just push it into the corners with my fingertips like that. So it's ready to go. I'm not oiling it or anything. Okay, so I'm going to come right back with the next step. Okay, so the rice syrup is boiling all over. It means it's warm. Turn it off. And then add in your teaspoon of vanilla, which I usually you know, don't measure. Is it a teaspoon or half a teaspoon? I'm doing a teaspoon. Either way, doesn't matter. Just, it is very important though. I find vanilla is like my favorite ingredient in any kind of sweet-ish recipe. Anyway, I'm gonna add to that the seed butter that we blended earlier. And I really wanna get every last bit. Okay, so now I'm just combining it all. Just go slow, you don't want to splash yourself with that rice syrup. The color is still beautiful green. Now, okay, it's combined. Now I'm gonna quickly, you wanna work with this. You don't want to let this sit now because, oh my God, I just splattered the wall. Wow, I've never done that with a nut butter before. <laughs> yeah, you wanna move fast, don't splatter it everywhere though. Now I'm using the same spatula to really give it a good mix. I, I will end up using my fingers once I've got it going because I don't want to burn myself, you know, by sticking your fingers in the hot brown rice syrup. But once it's like mixed in a bit with the seeds, then you can. And if your hands are slightly damp, not wet, I've still got a bit more in the food processor, so I'm just getting it out. Uh, yeah, if your hands are slightly damp, they won't, you know, get really stuck to with all the, the seeds. But I'm still using the spatula, just sort of evening it out. It's great if I didn't have to wash my hands, but it's okay. Just keep 
going. It takes a little, little bit. Okay, so I'm just gonna rinse my hands so I can use them. No, just give them a quick try. So you don't, you wanna, you don't wanna add water to this. Okay, so now the good thing about using your fingers is you can really squeeze it all together. And I mean, you've gotta get this really combined. I don't want any dry bits of seeds or coconut at the bottom. It is quite warm, so my hands are like being burnt so much that I think they can handle it, but just be careful. And it's okay to wait a little bit, but you really, really, really want to squeeze it and get it all combined. And it should be holding together when you actually squeeze it in your hand. It should hold together and it will hold together more when we press it and also when it's set in the freezer or fridge. So now we're gonna just press it into the tart pan. And it's, mine's still a little crumbly. I mean, I guess you could add more brown rice syrup if you really wanted it to be dense, um, you know, densely packed, but I'm just gonna press it really hard while I'm doing it. And so I'm just gonna keep doing this and I'll be right back. So keep pressing the mixture really hard into the pan. You really wanna, I like hearing the sounds of the seeds crushing in the coconut. It just sort of means it's all really nice and compact. And you can use the edges of the parchment like that like rub down the sides to really make it even if you want it doesn't honestly it doesn't matter as long as there's no loose seeds on top it will stay together um, but you can like make it really neat just keep pressing until it's all nice and firm and smooth I mean it will be you know there's seeds on top too but they're not loose basically that's the secret and then we're going to put it in the freezer for either half an hour or the fridge for an hour or plus just to make sure it's completely chilled. You don't want to be jumping the gun and cutting it before it's completely cold inside um, because the coldness just helps set up the rice syrup and, you know, makes it, you know, easily sliceable. So now wash your hands and put them, put it in the freezer or wherever you've got space. If you want to leave it overnight in the fridge, that's totally fine too. Um, yeah, and I'll see you back here when we're ready to take it out of the pan and cut it and try it. Can't wait. Okay, so it's been about two hours actually since I put it in the fridge. Um, I moved it from the freezer because I knew that <laughs> I didn't need it to be frozen solid by the time I got back here. So let's have a look at it. I just, I just fold the excess parchment over, it's not necessary, but because I'm using a narrow skinny pan, there's a lot of extra parchment. So you can just lift it out of whatever you're using onto a cutting board and it should have created a nice shape, whatever pan you used. Now I'm going to get a knife it's good to use a sharp knife for this just to cut a slice and I've got since I've got this long skinny pan I'm gonna just be cutting it probably straight across in like one inch slices I think that's a good uh, portion and just cut it down it cuts so well and oh my god I love the look of the inside in the photo that they'll attach to this recipe you can see like all the seeds 
pressed together. It's a gorgeous look and it smells really good. I mean, you can really smell the matcha and the coconut, which is just a winning combination because the sweetness really balances out the grassiness of matcha. But here I really love that the seaweed tastes too. So let's see if it all comes through. Mm. So satisfying, like such a good bite. It's a chewiness, you know, from the combination of a seed butter mixed with brown rice syrup. I love it. It's almost juicy, you know? Vanilla you taste. And little hints of umami pop in with the seaweed. Also matcha, you know, it has that umami taste too. So any kind of green tea does. But wow, and the color as well is like this beautiful dark green. Yeah, well, mainly the matcha, that's the green, the really the most green. It dyes the coconut. Then you've got two-toned pumpkin seeds. It's really, it's really beautiful to look at and, and fragrant too. So I'm so happy I've got this for the whole <laughs> week ahead. It's really a great thing to have up your sleeve. Like you can just grab it to go, just wrap it up in some parchment or whatever. I'll put it in a container. But it's a good idea to pre-slice it now. I might as well cut it all up and then put it in a, either a jar or a large glass container with a lid. You just want it tight fitting. And if it isn't hot, as I said, you can leave it out. But I usually just keep it in the fridge just because it's like keeps drier. The only thing that can happen keeping it out is it can get kind of oily a little bit just if it's warm. So I, I think it's a good idea to keep it in the fridge. Yeah, and then you can just snack on it whenever. I really hope that you enjoyed this and that you make it if you didn't already um, and that you enjoy eating it. So thanks a lot for listening. Take care, I hope to see you soon. Bye.